Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to this very special rendition of the Celtics Lab podcast. This is Cameron. I'm here in Vegas at the launch of NBA 2K23. You might have caught my conversation with Devin Booker, who's on the cover of that game. And here you're going to listen to a conversation I had with Ronnie 2K, the man behind the magic, and Oklahoma City's Josh Giddy. The conversation with Ronnie was recorded at a loud, undisclosed location, so apologies for the audio quality. But what he had to say, what he had to share, and his, his thoughts on the Celtics were pretty good. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Where's my espresso martini? You're in on this? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the cocaine and alcohol. Because I don't, I don't, I barely drink. Yeah, yeah espresso martini is a different ride. All right, Ronnie. Yes, sir. Congratulations on the success of this game, the launch. Um, let's start with 2K23 and work backwards. How did you land Booker? What was, what's the story there? Well, so this is the year of greatness, and, you know, Devin, I, I don't know if you saw the BTS I posted uh, yesterday when we announced the cover, but it was, um, you know, I showed him the cover back in March, and the production shoot for that was, like, yeah. early March, February, so, like, this has been a long time coming, and back then, obviously, the Suns were dominating, uh, he was having a heck of a year, he still obviously finished with a heck of a year, they had their end of, end of season kind of playoff kerfuffle, but, yeah. I mean, that, we're all about the trajectory, the rise, and, and you know, Devin has just been a, a great partner for us. He won the ESPN Players Tournament a couple years ago during yeah. the pandemic. He just seemed like the most obvious fit. And um, tell me about the cover art, because it's different. Yeah. It's actually the first time we've done a real photo shoot around the cover art, which probably surprises people. Like, yeah. you always think, like, uh, you know, we have that participation, but it's challenging because during the season, like, it's hard to get these guys time. But he was so vested, it was so important to him, and it really made a difference. You know, in that art, I mean, it's just been universally heralded as one of our best covers ever. Uh, I think that, you know, him involving himself in the process made us get to somewhere really special. So, uh, when I talked to Devin, we played a game called No Comment, so I'm going to ask you one of those No Comment questions. Okay. Uh, did you know Shams was going to tweet out that Devin was the cover athlete? I did. Okay. I'll tell you the truth. He reached out to me, Shams, and I have a great relationship, and he's like, hey, I know he's the cover athlete, um, what are we going to do? And like, do you want to be involved in this? And so our amazing PR team uh, came up with a plan to involve him. And you know what ended up being great about that was it came in, it coincided with his, obviously, yeah. his, his contract signing. And like to be part of that nomenclature of the league, that's what we're striving to do, right? And I don't know if you saw the thing yesterday. Did you see that? What, so, the deal? No, what? The deal was great, but Devin, Devin, um, Kendall Jenner, and Chris Jenner posted the cover. I and asked now him it's like confirming that they're together potentially. Like, I asked him about his love life. He said no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could neither confirm nor deny, but I'm just saying like it's amazing the that 2K is like a part of that. I actually want to get you know get to that, but let's stick with the cover athletes first. Um, you gotta take that. Could we pause for two? Sure. Two seconds. Oh, no, whatever. I got this. Sorry. Okay. Um, Tell me a little bit about the partnership with the WNBA, Every Kid Sports, Tarasi, and Bird, because that's huge. Yeah. Uh, so first we'll start with the cover athletes, obviously two of the greatest of all time uh, to get to partner with them, especially Sue, you know, with her final season. I'm really good friends with her, too, and like, so I'm, I'm really excited that we're representing um, the league in that way. And, of course, Every Kid's to be able to contribute, really actively contribute to 
the game uh, with women's basketball, especially with the youth, is very, very important to us. It's something we're so excited about. I'm so proud that we're involved. Um, and yeah, the women's game is obviously growing. We're putting all of our you know, emphasis on that and, and growing ourselves and, and how we um, you know, have that partnership. So to have those two represent NBA 2K23 in the year of greatness is just extraordinary. And uh, let's round it out, MJ. Tell me about MJ. Well, I mean, what can you say about MJ, huh? <laughs> he is the greatest of all time. It is the 23rd 2K. I mean, that's pretty pretty simple. But I think it's actually bigger than that. You know what it is? We are stamping. Our, our best titles have been Jordan years. And yeah. I think it's like a statement, you know, that we've been, this is our third year on Next Gen. Um, we feel very, very, very confident about this product. It's going to be the greatest one yet. And why not put the greatest athlete of our all time on on uh, the cover and um greatest of all time what are the features that fans are mo- what are features that you're most excited about in 2k23 well i really love the jordan challenges in 2k11 and for those to come back and then us to add a couple like i think 2k is a device to educate you know anybody about basketball i think mark cuban said a few years ago uh, that you know like 2k was such a tool to inform young people about the tradition of the game you know I, I've, I've talked to so many NBA players uh, legends from over the over the past that are like it really like allows my grandkids or my son nephew whatever to know who I played with be educated about those teams I think that that's like something that 2k as a platform for discovery is about you know like whether it's clothes fashion or basketball education 2k 2k's got it all tremendous uh I've been asking everyone this. What team are you going to play with when you first play the game? <laughs> I've, you've probably played the game. What uh, team do you I like have, to play I with? I have played the game. I mean, look, it's still kind of early with this free agency stuff. I have always traditionally kind of... I play a lot of my career, so I don't play a lot of quick game anymore. I think a lot of people would say the same thing. Yeah. But I always have to do press tours or whatever, so I'm playing quick game. And I always go with one team that I can really learn all the shot releases, all of that. So <laughs> it'll be hard to see. It'll be fun. And Kevin Durant's my favorite player. Oh, so you're so really like, I'm sort of like, where? let's see where he ends up first. <laughs> and then, then I'll answer it. Fair enough. Uh, you got time for a few more? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're everywhere with 2K. Where did you start with the company? Um, well, I started actually uh, as a community manager, and even before that, like I was on the forums as like just a known personality, and this yeah. job position opened up, and it happened to be like ten minutes from where I grew up. It's kind of like one of those manifest destiny yeah. things. It's, you know, like you couldn't write it, and then you know with the rise of of social media and storytelling around stars in the league, it really became about um, aligning with you know people really appreciate personalities over brands now yeah right? think yeah. about how influencer marketing was there and so like in a way i'm maybe like a little bit of an og in the influencer department. so i was going to ask is that a yeah. conscious marketing choice or something that just kind of evolved uh probably a little bit of, bo- of both but probably a lot more organic than maybe people think i think it's just something that happened and um, I was the fan that just get, got to talk about the game and do really cool stuff. Now, it's a lot of work. People, uh, as you've seen, like I, I am kind of the point person for the influencers and the relationships around the culture of the game. Uh, so it's a lot of work, but it's, it's been the ride of a, of a lifetime, and I'm just so fortunate to work with an amazing crew of developers and marketers sure. that has totally changed this franchise over the, over the decade and a half I've been here. Um, 
there were a lot of influencers at this launch. Where does 2K fit in the culture? Uh, I mean, I think it's a platform for discovery. All these musicians, all these uh, clothing brands, they feel like we can launch our product, uh, launch their product through our game. It's a marketing device for them. So in a way, we're influential to the influencer. Right. I always talk about that. Like, I actually have something to provide the influencer to help them grow either their brand or what they're selling or their music. I feel like 2K has become a platform to expand their own business. All right, I got two more for you. First, what does 2K33 look like? <laughs> um, we'll be on Mars. No, I, I don't know. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. There is a long-term strategy. These things don't happen over the course of time. Like, I told right. you about the quick game thing, 2K10. Like, yeah. it used to be just that's the way you would play. But then in 2K10, we developed my career. But it was with the long-term vision of having a 2K league eventually. Right. And, you know, that didn't happen for years. But every step of the way, face scan in 2K15, the ability to play my player uh, online in 2K14, all of these were steps that were part of the long-term process. Sure. So I, we're just scratching the surface. I mean, everybody's always like, how are you going to do better next year? We always find a way, but it's also about evolving the technology. Hey, do you want to tell everybody to use Hey, guys. Can everybody... Okay, we're going to Gracias. Impressive. Thank you. Uh, all right, we're, we're going to run this on the Celtics Lab podcast. Give me 30 seconds on the Celtics. Um, I mean, they were scary all season. Like, I literally thought that they were the Warriors' biggest challenge, and so I wasn't surprised that we got to the finals with that matchup. Um, and it, it looked kind of scary, but the, the one thing, uh, they're young, and they just had a really good offseason. They've made some really good signings. So sky's the limit. Uh, they got to keep that core together. They kind of have everything, and I think next year it's more wide open than it's been in a while. I mean, again, who knows how free agency ends up and if we have a, some super, super team, but I think Boston's positioned really well, obviously, around Jason Tatum. And Jalen Brown, I'm going to add. And Jalen Brown, <laughs> of course. Uh, okay, last question. Yeah. The eyes of the nation upon us. Do you want to ask me to put my tweets in your game? We can do that. I don't know. How have we not done that already? You tell me. You know who's the person behind that? It's me. Yeah, I, I would so guess we don't, to, we don't have to go far. Uh, yeah, we can make that happen. All right, well, we can talk. Uh, <laughs>
Alright, so I actually lived in Melbourne uh, for a little bit. Gotcha. I lived in um, Collingwood. So Collingwood, not okay. Your neck of the woods, I was in Yarraville, yeah. so it's yeah. about 10 minutes away. Yeah, I wanted to, um, I wanted to live in St. Kilda, but yeah, that's nice I had other uh, plans. Um, who's your AFL team? Hawthorne. All the way? Yep, been a Hawthorne fan all my life. I, uh, I went for the Tigers. Gotcha, um, okay. Good team. Weather fan. Yeah. I know, I know. Um, so I have a question. Uh, Kevin Arnovitz, a few years ago, he wrote that part of why Ben Simmons is so effective is because he played Australian rules football growing up. Do you think there's anything to that? I mean, the way that you play the game, I do think kind of reads like a footy player at times. What do you I think? think? Yeah, I think um, hand-eye coordination was a big part of footy, especially when you're playing, they called it like the, the midfield, when you're in around the ball a lot, there's going to be a lot of quick decisions you have to make, which definitely translates onto a basketball court. I think the physicality part of it, um, you know, constantly getting tackled, getting hit, um, you've got no protection on you, so it's, uh, there's a lot of contact, and, you know, that, that physical part of it really does translate onto the basketball floor as well. So there's definitely aspects of AFL that um, help you going forward with basketball. Cool. Uh, who's your favorite Aussie NBA player of all time? Oh, Aussie NBA. I'd probably say Andrew Gaze. He was one of my cool. role models growing up and, uh, you know, coached me all through my juniors, so um, definitely a big fan of his. Okay, uh, I got to keep it moving. Did you watch the postseason much? I did. What'd you think? I think it's different watching it as a, you know, when you go from a fan to actually being in the league, it changes your perspective on watching it because you want to be there playing in it. But um, mm-hmm. no, loved it. Love watching the NBA. Big fan of the game still. Um, and it was definitely fun to watch. So uh, I know you were out when the Thunder played the Celtics in the, in the spring, but what do you think of the Celtics defense? Uh, Celtics were a tough team to play against. Uh, their defense, they don't really have many you know, loose ends on that end of the floor. Um, you know, led by the defensive player, you're obviously the smart, but very good defensive unit. And I, I heard you saying uh, to them, to uh, Basketball Forever, something about Tatum and Brown, the, the value of having two guys like that on the team. Can you tell me about that and where you see that uh, with the Thunder? Yeah, I just, the, the, in, just in the same context of having me and Shea together, two ball handlers, I think... Um, you know, it's never a natural fit, regardless of who, what two players it is. And I just used, you know, Brown and Tatum as an example with it's not going to click from day one and it's not going to be 100% from day one. Those things take time. And you look at them, one of the best duos in the league now. And obviously with me and Shea, two, you know, pretty ball-dominant players, um, learning to find ways to play off of each other. And I think as the season's gone on, we've got better and better at that. And um, he's, he's a great guy to play alongside. He's one of the stars of the league. He's so unselfish, um, all about the team. And, you know, he could go out and have 35 most nights if he wanted to, but he's so unselfish and, and wants to get everyone else involved. So um, definitely a fun guy to play with. All right, uh, I'll get you out of here on this. It's Vegas Summer League. How does it feel second time around? It feels good. Uh, it's different. Obviously, last year I got hurt first two minutes into my first game and didn't play again, but this is it's fun. Uh, I love being around the guys, obviously. Being as a second-year guy on the team, um, getting to help the rookies and, and you know welcome them and, and uh, you know kind of incorporate them into the system of what we're doing here. But um, it's been fun. The three games in Salt Lake were a lot of fun, and uh, looking forward to Vegas. Cool. I actually have, I have one more. What's the uh, what's the ceiling for the Thunder? <sighs> I mean, you mean wait this year? This year. I mean, just be better than last year. I mean, uh, as long as we can keep improving, gradually getting better. Um, you know, individually as a team, I think um, you know our ceiling's as high as we want it to be. Good answer. Perfect. Thanks, Pleasure's man. Pleasure's all mine, man. Nice Thank to you. meet you. Thanks very much. No problem.